This is Brandon Clay with the BCS Podcast, powered by BrandonClayScouting.com and presented by ProspectsNation.com. As always, appreciate you turning in. Looking forward to talking about the class of 2021 standouts. Uh, The 2021 class was super deep at the Brandon Clay Scouting All-American Showcase, uh, August 24th, 25th here in Georgia. I look forward also to getting back on the floor with a couple of these kids on the 14th and 15th of September up in Indianapolis at our National Training Academy. So a lot going on here. We'll start with Sanaya Fagan out of Forest Park. We've got Fagan in the top 10 in the country, prospectsnation.com. Uh, national rankings. Our managing editor, Chris Hansen, was on hand, as well as Jonathan Hemingway, our national director of scouting. Both of those guys really high on Fagan, and so am I. A uh, really cool story before we talk about what she did. Sunday morning, we're just kind of standing there before we get started, and she and I are kind of talking. She's like, hey, I'm like, what's up? She's like, tell anybody during game play today, if they come to my house, I'm beating it. I'm sending it to the stands. I'm like, all right. So I bring everybody together. Right before we play, I'm like, Sanaya, tell them what you told me. She tells the group, I'm beating it. I'm coaching her team. We're down 20. We make a crazy comeback. Manaya Custis, big shout out to her. 13 points in a row. Sid Parrish does her one-two. Sanaya's doing her thing. Great game. Kelly Walsh, who we'll talk about in a minute, has a three-pointer with a chance to win the game. We're up to. Fagan closes out. Blocks the shot. I told Travis McDaniel, who helps us coach at the events, it reminded me of the Akeem work block to save the national championship in the corner years ago when he was playing for Syracuse on that team with Carmelo. So a lot of respect for her, you know, to say that out loud, but even more respect to come and back it up. And that's exactly what she's done the last 12 months. She's really backed up her play, backed up her game. I think she's the best shot blocker in high school basketball next season, regardless of classification. She could definitely make that case. Uh, and really, it's just developed her overall game. Good in the open floor, handles it, does a lot of things really, really well. Uh, it's been a joy to watch her really progress, you know, seeing her now since she was in middle school. So to see her doing what she's doing now is the trajectory that we would have expected. But honestly, she's dialed in a little bit more uh, mentally than you could even expect from a 16-year-old kid. She's done a great job. Staying in state, we'll talk about Kelly McPherson. They're at the point, uh, Danielsville, Georgia. Just a dynamic option at the point. I mean, she's so explosive. You know, I put it on a written article. This reminds me of Alexis Jones, who plays for the L.A. Sparks, originally from Texas. Uh, rest Marcus Jackson soul from DFW. I remember in the early days, you had Mariah Jefferson. You had Alexis Jones on that team. Uh, they were young kids back then. That was the group that followed up Brittany Griner and those folks there with DFW. And the thing that McPherson does that Jones used to always do is to be able to get into the lane at will. Um, not a not a big body kid, you know, not super strong, but strong enough to take the contact, absorb the contact. She really just does a great job of getting into spots. She's becoming a better shooter. Definitely something that she's worked on since the first time we got in the gym over a year ago. Kind of talked to her about that and said this to her again. And don't mind saying it here on the pod. You know, if she gets to the point where she's able to shoot it in the low 30s from three consistently, all of a sudden now everything changes because you have to come up and you have to close out tough and you have to respect the jumper. And she's going to drive you crazy because she's going to get by you. She just is. So if she can really hit that three, one out of the three times there, right around 33%, get downhill and be who she is, you got a problem on your hands. Sorry about it. Taking it to Indianapolis. 
the kid who will be with us here in another week, Meg Newman. Uh, you know, I'd heard a lot about Meg Newman, right? And had seen enough to go ahead and put her in our 60, but hadn't really got a chance to dive into her game the way I have some of these other kids on this list. What a joy. Uh, just a great kid. You talk about a hard worker and everything that I had heard coming into, not only was it true, honestly, but it probably was understated. She just gets it. It's the reason why our recruiting is the way that it is. There's a whole myriad of schools from Ivy Leagues to high academic power fives to, you know, quality state school power fives. There's a whole myriad of schools recruiting Newman. And, and I understand why, uh, you know, she reads at a high level, is a great athlete, right? You probably would say good. I would disagree and tell you that she's great. She has great size. And honestly, as she continues to slow her game down, the reverse of what you would think, right? As she continues to slow her game down offensively, she's going to become even better. She plays at such a high level and a high motor that sometimes she's got to slow down footwork-wise to be able to make sure the technique is right so that she can convert the opportunity she has, especially shooting the ball on the outside. Because I think a lot like McPherson that she's going to be able to be a kid who can really shoot the basketball well, before she'd have to guard her, and then she can use her athleticism. Now, she's more of a hybrid forward where McPherson's a point guard, but you get where I'm going with that in terms of the comparison. Kids that have a similar skill in their athleticism at their position, being able to hone that and then go from there to be the best that they can be. Coming back down south, talk about Sarah Puckett. Uh, one of my favorite kids, not only in the class, honestly, but in the 18 years that I've been doing this, just an uncanny ability to do what she does really, really well, right? Like a lot of kids get sped up and not an athleticism sped up, right? But just mentally, the game is too fast and it makes them move fast and there's, there's just gaps there. Turnover prone, kids who can really play the game, right? They have to really work on what they're seeing. Puckett doesn't. Puckett is smooth. The game seems to always move at one speed to her. It doesn't matter who she's playing with, whether it's a showcase setting, whether it's a team setting. She really is able to dial into what she's seeing and then be able to deliver in her skill set, whether it's the open three, whether it's the mid range. She can post you. She can score it on the block. She'll defend. She rebounds really well in area. I think that she's going to be a kid who can even switch on some screens, right? Uh, if you remember Kevin Love and Steph Curry dancing together in the finals, that position, possession, excuse me, where Kevin Love was able to keep Curry from potentially winning the finals by defending him and just keeping his feet live. I think Puckett's going to be able to defend like that. Uh, I put in the article that quarterback-wise, she would be like Matt Ryan was in the 2018 season for the Falcons, where... It, you just find ways, right? It's not always pretty. It's not always picture perfect, but it always gets done. And that's a special skill. Well, one of my favorite kids, honestly, ever, the more and more I'm around her in that regard. And our club teammate, Caroline Striplin, also out of Alabama, both played for the Southern Stars. Striplin is doing the same thing. Uh, you know, game is really rounding out. It's always been a kid who has the size and the strength and the athletic ability but now her game is really, really catching up. And just the confidence. I think the skill set's been there, but the confidence now to display those things. You know, she winds up in the finals of the three-point shooting competition in a gym full of really talented wing players and guards, right? How does she do that? You know, I think in that way, she's a lot like Kylie Watson in the class above her who's going to Oregon. Uh, great size, great shoulders, can put you on her back, can score it there. And I think for those kids, finding the balance of when to do that and when to step out is always a challenge, right? Because you, 
You don't get a ton of time to play against and with elite players who can feed you on the post one possession, hit you in the trail four spot the next possession, maybe even X out. You catch it in the post. You read. You don't like what you see. You kick it back out. They get a ball reversal. Now you flash high, catch it, and get a shot. And that's a three possession sequence, right? You don't get that very often at this age in terms of the people you play with. So Stripling will continue to grow in that way, learning it better. But love, love, love where she's at and love her work ethic. Fantastic kid. And a uh, great family as well. Peyton Verholz, I put right away in the article that she could have come in and cruise control, feeling good about winning MVP. You know, woke up, original flight got canceled. That would have been a direct right into Atlanta. Ended up taking two flights to get to us. Gets to us about halfway through the first, you know, spotlight session. And came in just all smiles and, and ready to go. Uh, you couldn't meet a nicer kid. But she's competitive. She was really going to work. And the thing that I like about where I think she can go, not only where she is right now, which is one of the best guards in the 2021 class, but where she can go is that she shoots it and handles it well enough to be a legitimate 180 club type kid. 50 from the field, 30 from the three, 90 from the free throw line. She stayed after on Sunday for about 35, 40 minutes with me. And I, like I said, it had been a long weekend for her, right? We had the skill sessions. We had gameplay. She had the flights. I mean, the whole the whole gamut, right? And still smiling, still dialed in, and was really, really working on some of the nuances of her game. A couple little tweaks to her free throw that we talked about right away, shooting at a 90-plus percent clip there. Uh, a couple little things on her jump shot we talked about. Nothing major because the shot is beautiful. Elbow gets above her eye. Wrist snaps down into the rim. It's pretty. So a couple little things with her feet. She was able to make those adjustments on fly in 30 minutes. Uh, she just gets it. You know, you meet kids who really understand where they want to go, what they have done. She's already kind of narrowed a list going into September 1. I mean, she just is really bright and ahead of the process. So kudos to her and looking forward to continuing to work with her on her game. 180 Club Pate. Don't forget, I need that next March. Kelly Walsh, Sparta, New York, played for New Jersey Sparks. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot like Caroline Stripling in terms of what she brings to the table with the size, the ability to stretch the floor, the skill set. Absolutely love what she did during the late July eval period. Earned multiple offers. Uh, you know, one I know from Vanderbilt. And she has that type of pedigree academically, uh, you know, where she can go to one of those high academic P5s if not an Ivy League, right, um, and really be able to make an impact on and off the floor. We talk about kids who potentially could run the world one day, right? She has the demeanor that would allow her to be really, really good when the ball stops bouncing in an executive position of some sort. Super bright kid, super skilled. And I think, honestly, we're just starting to see the surface scratch in terms of what she can be, learning how we talked about Watson earlier and Stripling. How do you become more assertive on paint touches when you get the ball in the post, but then a possession or two later be able to comfortably shoot that jumper? And she showed this summer that she could score it in the paint, and she showed a couple of weekends ago that she can score it facing the rim. So putting those two things together is going to potentially give you the best of both worlds. Can't wait to see what comes next for Walsh as we continue to work with her to grow her game. Last but certainly not least, Ari Wiggins. Uh, you talk about great kids, right? Kids who get it, kids who understand what's going on. You know, her and McPherson are very similar players, though they're very different stylistically. They have the ability to make others better with their game. I see Wiggins as an elite table setter. 
a kid who's willing to pitch the basketball. You know, seen him now for three summers with Danny Rago's Jim Rats team. They always make a stop with us in July. And, you know, fortunate now to have her in the building. She'll be with us again in Indianapolis next weekend. If she can shoot that three, like we talked about with McPherson in the low 30s, her ability to see the game as it's happening, right? The game is unveiling in front of her. She knows when to make the extra pitch to a Sid Parrish for an open jumper. She knows when to put somebody in the pick and roll action, can get downhill. I call it putting you in the blender, gets that post player up. You got to make a decision. You get a post player gardener, that's not going to work. She's getting into the rim, whether it be a little floater, a little runner, or all the way to the glass to be able to finish it. Uh, just super impressed with all of her abilities to make plays, you know, make throws. We talked about quarterbacks earlier, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, those guys who really understand and see what's going on. Wiggins definitely has that type of feel to her game. So continuing to add the jumper and consistency there uh, and look forward to working with her again next week. Just a, a kid who really understands and family gets, hey, there's, there's still a growth place for her, still a place for her to go, still a place for her to get better and improve. But she's in a really good spot as one of the elite point guards in the 2021 class. That's all we got. Really excited to break down this group. We'll see some of those kids over the next four weeks in Indy, but also in Nashville, October 4th and 5th. So make sure that you join us. That will be a National Training Academy in conjunction with the Coach Hemi Showcase. We're going to keep working, keep getting these kids better as they work on their own. Until next time, this is Brandon Clay. Indy Jim is home.